Welcome to Real Life Shh with Chrissy. You're listening to the podcast where shame and secretiveness are thrown out the window and where we regain our power back through the connection with each other, ourselves, and the divine. I'm so glad you're listening. Today, we are talking about the real life struggles of holiday stress and anxiety and how quickly we forget what this whole holiday season is about. It's that time of year again. And whether you dread this time or get excited about this time of year with excessive shopping and consuming, whether you're giving or receiving, the exchange is happening, including the energy that you are undoubtedly in. The energy is massive, especially for mothers. Well, really all of us. However, Mothers do tend to take on a massive load of responsibility during this time of year, whether you're celebrating Hanukkah or Christmas or aren't celebrating anything. Still, inevitably, you are getting endless amounts of invites to contribute to potlucks or RSVP to parties, pressure to provide and give gifts to your kids, teachers, and staff. Of course... If you have the kids, you are also playing Santa and Mrs. Claus with endless baking, decorating, gift wrapping, and etc. You get it. It's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to do and to consume during this time of year. I myself start to get pretty anxious. And every year I do my best to give. And while I'm doing this, I tend to forget why I'm doing all of this crazy amount of work to give to my family, to my friends, to the teachers at school, to my husband's clients, to the community, to the neighbors. I get wrapped up in the endless to-do list. And what sometimes happens is that I forget why I'm doing it in the first place. And I let the anxiety of everything that I feel like I need or have to do consume me. I was actually just speaking of this to my sister and she knows me pretty well. And she did something awesome for me. What she did was she reminded me of what I have forgotten and said, yeah, it's a lot, but there's a reason why you do it in the first place. You know, there must be a reason why you do it every single year. And she's right. Yet I keep forgetting about that reason. There's truth to that, right? There's a reason why I do all of these things. Maybe it's for the probably like 30 minutes, if that, maybe more like 20 minutes on Christmas Day when all the gifts have been unwrapped. I can't even say everything's been put away and cleaned up because that's a far-fetched dream. But there is a time when I finally get to settle down into the couch and cozy up with my little family and watch a Christmas movie or maybe like one of my favorite activities that I always forget about during this holiday season is the magic of it all. The singing of Christmas carols, the holiday lights, the warmth of our family being together. After all the preparation is done, that small moment that we get to be together and not feel rushed to do anything at all. I really do enjoy giving However, I've noticed in doing so that I sometimes deplete myself from time to time or really most of the time during the holiday season anyways. So this year, I really want to try to find more balance. And I admit that clearly this is still something I'm working on and that I'm trying to find a solution for. 
I want to find more balance. I want to continue to give and I want to do so without depleting myself. Hence, the reason why this year I might do things with simplicity in mind. Because when I think back to my own fond holiday memories, you know, there were only three memories that stuck out that had anything to do with anything materialistic. It was one year I received a sewing machine and another year I received an easy bake oven for my mom. And you know, now that I think about it, I don't even think that it was like the sewing machine or the oven that I was excited about. I think I was excited because I knew that was something that my mom was very good at. And I was excited to learn. She's an amazing baker and she sews. She sewed most of our clothes, actually. We were pretty poor and couldn't afford to buy the extravagant toys or the nice clothes. But that's just a thing. It wasn't about the materialistic things that we would or wouldn't receive. My mom, she would fill her stockings up with a large orange, an apple, a 99 cent candy cane, and maybe some chapstick. And we would be so excited about that. Not about what was in the stocking so much, but the tradition of me and my sister sneaking out of our rooms at night to go through a stocking to see what Santa brought us. I would get way more excited about our mom reading the Christmas story every Christmas Eve on the couch, cuddling while we sipped on eggnog with nutmeg sprinkled on top. I was way more excited about that than any toy that I would receive the next day. I mean, yeah, I also had the whole excitement about unwrapping the gifts, but that's the thing. I don't even remember the gifts that I received other than that sewing machine, the easy bake oven, and a bird. <laughs> but the bird is not a thing. It's a bean. And again, the sewing machine and the oven were more about my mom. And I think my excitement was just about connecting more with her. That's the key, connection. That's what I always forget when I let the to-do list, the anxiety, the shopping, the prepping, the decorating, all the things, the planning and the RSVPing, the obligations that we feel we must be obligated to, but we're actually not. When I let those consume me, I forget about the connection. And I actually become very disconnected from both myself, others, and the divine. You know, we've all heard the saying, Jesus is the reason for the season. By the way, I'm going to reiterate this again. It does not matter who or what you connect with as your higher power, your source. You can put whatever name on it. Name on it. It's all the same. It's all one source. We are loved and created out of love. We are all connected to the same source. So slap whatever name or label you want on it. And again, don't forget about the connection, the hope, the wonder. That is the reason for the season. The connection, when I see my kids' eyes, the gleam and the excitement in their eyes on Christmas morning, the connection with them to me from doing all the work and the preparation to create that excitement to my husband who provides the resources for me to provide the decorations, the cookies, the presents, the dinner, etc. For them, that connection with us and them from our family to your family, to my kids, to their teachers, to their families, that's what it's about. 
It's about connecting us with the giving and love, spreading the joy and excitement, the wonder from within out. I recently had a dream. And before I drifted off to sleep this night, I asked Yeshua to show me what have I forgotten and to help me hear what his message that the divine wants me to receive and to share with you all in this season. Now, before I get into that dream that I had, I'll share with you a bit of reality in the 3D world that I live in. I'm currently taking a dance class or several dance classes actually at an awesome dance studio called Got Rhythm Dance. And there we have an upcoming showcase that I'm super excited about. So in my dream, I dreamt about the showcase, which makes sense because in dream world, you can mix the 3D world with the 5D. The 3D being the horizontal world, the earth, our everyday life, and the 5D being the vertical, connecting to source and the divine. In my dream, it was the day of the big showcase. And I was backstage with all the other performers and I decided to get like super high. (laughs) I imagine that I did this in my dream as a reflection of my past when I was in drama in high school. I would get like really high with my best friend who was also in drama. And during our rehearsals for the play that we were in, we would sometimes get high, like really high. While it was fun, it was definitely harder to remember my lines. So in my dream, it was a very similar feeling. While I felt more at ease and less nervous for a small time and space, I quickly realized, oh my gosh, I forgot all my dance steps. And we were about to go on stage. Ah! And then I realized, even worse, I completely forgot my entire wardrobe at home. At home. And in my dream, I was like super buzzed, Chrissy. And I was like, oh no, I was devastated, but still very buzzed, super high. (laughs) And I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Then I tried to locate my phone and I'm thinking, okay, I'll call my husband in hopes that he can quickly turn around and go get my wardrobe and bring it to me backstage. But then I realized it's too late. I couldn't even find my phone and the whole house was full. It had a full audience. I couldn't connect to him. I was so nervous, disappointed, and kind of devastated. That feeling washed over me, even in my dream. Hey friend, it's Chrissy here from Real Life Shh. Did you know that being healthy isn't just about eating right? Oh no. Stress, anxiety, and trauma can negatively affect your entire body with disease. But don't worry, it's not too late. I can help. Go to OurDivineTribe.com and subscribe or book a session with me. You can also connect with me at it's underscore getin, that's G-E-T-N underscore Chrissy on Instagram. So I was nervous before I got high in my dream because I was about to go on stage, right? And perform. And then I thought, okay, getting high could help me and help my nerves, which it did. But then it also caused me to forget a bunch of stuff like all the steps to the dance routines that I was about to perform. And then, of course, I forgot my wardrobe. So now I couldn't even perform on stage. So I guess the quick fix of me getting high bit me in the ass. So another 
clip out of my dream was an incense stick. It was burning at a table of beautiful food. And this table was bountiful. This table was food that was specifically designed for me. I've seen this food before in one of my higher self visualizations where I got to meet one of my higher guides who showed me what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating. But in my dream, I was like really upset that there was incense on the table of food. I said, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't have incense on the table of food. Being a chef, I think I was thinking the smoke or the smell of the incense is going to mix in with the aromas of the food and you're going to ruin the food. And that was my anxiety kicking in, even in my dream. So what does this dream mean? Why am I talking about this dream, right? <laughs> Let me remind you, I asked Yeshua a question before I went to sleep. What am I forgetting? Because I was starting to feel anxiety and nerves about the holiday season that we're in and all the to-do lists. And also, I truly, I truly want to connect with all of you. And I want the message from the divine to be heard by myself and you. So I asked what the message is. And the way I interpret this dream is me smoking a ton of pot and getting really high, not just a little to take the edge off. I was super high in my dream is a metaphor for my habit and likely maybe yours too in the holiday season of consumption consumption of junk food, too much TV, materialistic items that I think that we think we need to have or to purchase for others in order to show our love and connection with each other. I admit that I do have a habit of doing all those things, especially during the holiday season. And I think that's why I get consumed by the holiday season with anxiety and stress and lack of sleep and way too much spending, as well as a lack of practice of my meditation and yoga and prayer and all the things that actually feed my soul. Because I'm too distracted with the pressures and the false advertising that the materialistic world will actually connect us. No. Year after year, most of us automatically assume and accept and expect that we will probably put on a few pounds and drink more excessively than usual and spend a lot more money than we normally do during this time. And I think that's our own little addictions. And I'm not talking about like the big heavy addictions, like an AA or NA or any kind of, you know, anonymous group. I'm talking about all of us. We are all addicted in some ways to these little acceptable, maybe not so healthy habits that we do year after year after year. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love the holiday season. And this year, I'm already starting to notice that I forget the whole point of it, which is the connection. And how can we really connect with ourselves or each other and the divine if we're high or numb? And when I say high, I don't just mean from marijuana. I mean high on the shopping sprees, high on sugar, high on alcohol consumption. It's really numb, numb from the screen time. We all do this. Okay, well, maybe not all of us, but most of us. And listen, 
I'm not saying we shouldn't do any of those things. You know, enjoy a little indulgence, but don't overindulge. Maybe slow down on the consumption because we're not really connecting with each other or ourselves or the divine if we're high or numb. Numb, that's what it is. From all of the above, the sugar, the alcohol, the screen, whatever it is, you get it, right? Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about the next part of my dream. Oh, me forgetting my wardrobe. Let me tell you, that feeling was scary in my dream. But I interpret this as how can I perform if I don't look the part? This can go in a couple of different directions. This could be my own self-doubt. How can I be a good mom if I don't give the teachers or my children or my entire family, including my husband's families, awesome holiday presents? How can I be a good mom or wife or contributing member of society if I don't decorate our house to the nines for the holidays? What I'm describing is a 3D level of my fear of rejection, that I'm not good enough, or that, go, you know, that goes for all of us with the whole common saying known as keeping up with the Joneses. You've heard that, right? Or feeling pressure that we have to buy holiday presents for everyone or decorate our house or bake the cookies or whatever because everyone else is doing it, right? So we have to do it instead of doing it because we actually want to or because it brings us joy. We get confused because we tell ourselves we want to be unique and individual. Yet we seem to have a tendency to dress ourselves in a way to look like everyone else to be accepted. Forgetting my wardrobe could also mean how can I perform if I don't look the part in a different kind of way? For example, I can show up to the stage or to work or to my family, but if I'm not actually doing the work, which includes remembering to take my wardrobe out and put it on as part of the performance, then I'm not actually completing the job. So what I'm saying is showing up may not be enough. Showing up is great. Of course, it's better than not showing up. If you have a job to do, though, if you're committed to a task, but a part of the commitment is to remember your wardrobe and put it on, well, that can actually be an analogy for not just showing up to therapy with your significant other, but also doing the simple acts at home, like sorting out your trauma or your emotions or your actions in a healthy and clean way, or remembering to simply make eye contact with your loved ones, remembering to bring your, your wardrobe to the show, completing the job. So now we're going to cut to the part in my dream about not being able to call my husband the no-sell, right? The no-sell coverage part of my dream. I interpret this as, again, not having connection, true connection with myself, all of you, all of us together, and the divine. Because why? Because, again, we're forgetting. We're clouded by the consumption and maybe we're not fully prepared when we're not remembering our wardrobe when we show up for the performance. I want to make myself 100% clear that this dream was obviously very personal and for me 
but it was also for you and all of us, because I think we can all admit and relate to bits and pieces of this message. The last part about my dream, the incense burning on the table of beautiful food, nutrient-rich food, not junk food, but real food, I believe was a message, a reminder to cleanse ourselves and our food. Be careful with what we are consuming. I know it's nearly impossible to go through the holiday season unscathed with the overconsumption of sugar or alcohol or both. I believe that this was an invitation for us to play with the idea of changing things up a bit. Listen, I love cookies. <laughs> One of my nicknames in the past has been Cookie Monster because I love cookies so much. But do I feel great after I eat so many cookies? <laughs> no, that's a big fat no. I feel awful. Sugar was never, ever meant to be consumed as it is now. We are over-consuming sugar. So if you're a big baker, this is an opportunity for you to play around. See if you can make some healthier alternatives. I've noticed that for myself, that it's not really about the sugar when my kids and I are in the kitchen baking. It's about the act, the connection again. When we're mixing and creating something together, I know a lot of us, including myself, I tell myself, I'm going to do a big cleanse in the month of January. So by saying that to myself, I kind of give myself permission to overdo it until then. Because I think, oh, it's okay. I can have the third cookie or drink three nights in a row or maybe the entire month of December. <laughs> because, you know, I'm telling myself I'm going to do a big cleanse in January. And you can still do a cleanse and maybe you might need one in January. However, I was thinking that this message was an invitation for us to be careful about what we are consuming now. Is the food that you're consuming satiating for you? I know that when I have a cookie, because sugar is so addicting and because it's actually not satiating, I go for another cookie and maybe another and another. But when I have a nutrient-dense meal, that's when I am satiated and full. So that's just something else to chew on, my friends. Something else to chew on or consume that is so much more nutrient-dense, rich in flavor, and beyond satiating is I invite you to consume, to eat up the idea of love, peace, hope, and connection for yourself and for others, for your loved ones, your acquaintances, even those you have conflict with. All, all of us, uniquely and divinely threaded and weaved with each other within the divine. I invite us to avoid overconsumption of shopping, sugar, alcohol, greed, and fear. Instead, consume, eat it up, the idea of love, peace, hope, and connection this holiday season. And so it is. <laughs>